Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> on today's episode... We're going to talk about the eight years that we've been married and kind of a retrospect on what's uh, happened over the last eight years. Should be good. All right, so we we are celebrating our eighth anniversary this week, and it's been a wonderful time. Um, we have a whole other episode. The next episode will be on that, on where we got to go for our eight-year anniversary. It was a lot of fun. Well, if you're watching our YouTube channel, you can see behind us we're actually filming in Greece. On location. Santorini. In Santorini. So lots of fun. Yes. Um, but we, we got to thinking, uh, what, would you, what should we do for our episode this uh, week? And we decided to take a look at what's happened to us over the last eight years. What is different now than uh, what it was eight years ago? And boy, we came up with a lot of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Emotions. Emotions are very different now. <laughs> Emotions. Emotions were so high in that first year both good and bad yes yes we had highs we had lows and so yeah our our emotions were just all over the place with trying to we thought we were you know we're so in love so passionately in love love's gonna conquer all yeah love we found out that you need more than love to make everything work out (laughs) yeah for sure but you know what that love that you have for each other when you first get married is extremely important because it does get you through some rough times Yes, absolutely. You can fall back on it, but not completely is what we found. No, and I think that we were a little naive. Um, I don't know what we would have changed. A lot naive. I still don't know what we would have changed. Well, we we listed some things we were going to change. We'll talk about that later. But I mean, yes, we were very naive in thinking that, um, you know, because we were so in love that everything was just going to be great and everything was just going to fall into place and la, la, la. And that's not the case. It's not the case. Uh, one thing that we did, and we were going to a counselor weekly back then. Yes. Right. And uh, that was key to helping us um, figure things out. We were madly in love. We knew that. Our counselor knew that. And then she helped us strengthen that love through um, some uh, teaching, some coaching. She, she taught us how to communicate. She did. She did such a great job. And I did get to the point, though, where I felt like counseling was... Detrimental? Not detrimental. detrimental, But I felt like we were picking a scab that didn't need to be picked sometimes. And at the end there, when we... Because we don't go to counseling anymore. We have, you know... Periodically, periodically. we'll go if we think things are... Getting a little rough, we yeah, go usually, and talk to someone that can help us. Yeah, you know, it's usually situational, right? It's usually something that we're going through, and we we need someone to help navigate us through it. But, but yeah, I felt like towards the end of our counseling that we were just looking for things to talk about. That you know what I mean? Like we yeah. we were we we had already we learned you know really great communication skills and. But I think it's always good to do a retrospect to find out. All right, what habits have we got into now? That are, might be detrimental down the road. Yep. Right? Communication habits or whatever it was. And so I think it's important that what we're doing today, this retrospect, you know, what did we used to do? What do we do now? Where have we gone wrong in the past? And what are we doing better now? So Definitely. So, yeah, one of the things we also talked about what is different now is um, relationships with 
exes, especially your ex, our relationship is definitely, it was a roller coaster the first with, with for several years. Good highs and really bad lows. Yes. And I think that's pretty typical of most um, divorces. I Those think so. first couple years are really tough. The emotions are still really raw. You look at every word that someone's saying and you over-criticize it. And yes. Analyze yes. it. You think that everything they're saying is somehow attacking you. and yeah, Absolutely. And yeah. So once you can get past those, um, like you said, raw emotions and calm down a little bit and, you know, agree with each other to just, you know what, let's just... Yeah, let's just let's yeah. just get along. We don't. So I mean, we still have highs and lows with our exes, but they're not so high and they're not so low. Yeah, the roller coaster isn't yeah. so dramatic nope. as it was, and nope. you just have to go with the punches on on that. I mean, there will always be in any relationship, whether it's with your spouse or an ex spouse. There's always ups and downs. Of course, of course. All right. So, all right. So that's one thing that's changed. I think that's been a good thing. Yep. last eight years we've had some challenges i mean our life has not been perfect right that's why we're doing the podcast to talk about these challenges and, and help other people get through so what what do you think some of the challenges were that we've had yeah some of the things that i think that maybe we we made mistakes and of course we make mistakes every day but maybe some things that uh yeah they were challenges and maybe we we would have done a little bit differently if we had to do over again but um one was underestimating the effects of the divorce on your kids, especially older uh, kids. Abso- absolutely. I mean, I, I once again, I think we thought, we're in love. and Well, and, the, the divorce, there were two parts of this, right? The divorce and then getting married. Right. Right. So the divorce had a profound effect on our children. Absolutely. And I think we thought that it's going to have an effect on our children, but I don't think we quite understood the effect it's going to have on your kids. Yeah. We've already seen some of that with some of our kids, their inability to commit to relationships because they're worried. We've already yeah. kind of seen some of that. Yeah, they're hesitant. They're leery. They're scared. Yeah, you know? and a lot rightly there. so, right? I mean, yeah, and that's 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 really sad. And then of course, the effects of like I said, we thought we were so in love, and that that was going to to fix everything in a blended family, and and our love for each other, and our love for the new kids, and. Right, the, right it, that just, was going to solve everything, and it doesn't. No, in fact, you add on top of that divorce a new dynamic. Exactly. So if, if any of you, first off, if you're thinking about getting divorced, let me tell you, it is so much harder after the divorce than before the divorce. So much harder. In most cases, in yes. Mo- I would say in the majority in most, of the cases. In most cases, yes. So if you're out there thinking about divorce, go see a family counselor first, a marriage counselor first. Yes, do do everything. Because it's over a lot every harder rock. than you imagine. Yes, do everything in your power to stay together. And then you add on top of that, you're falling in love again and blending a family. It's rough, especially on older kids. You know, our younger kids that are now 12, 13, and 14 – it's all they know. It's yeah, all they, can they really, remember. Yeah, that's all. I don't think any of them remember us not being together anymore. No. So it's a di- it's a different dynamic when your kids are small when you get remarried and even divorced. They can't even remember, you know, the terrible that terrible day that our our older kids remember. Right. And but, then also the second terrible day your mom is getting married or your dad is getting married. Yeah, they're like or dating uh, or Yeah, scary. So scary. And am I, are they going to like me? Are you going to like them? I you know, all these Ooh. 
Tough so we really underestimated that effect that that was going to have on our kids. Yes. Even though I thought we did a pretty good job at um, blending the families together and and doing that, the effect of that was m- much tougher than we imagined. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I felt I felt exhausted a lot of the time because I was trying so hard to blend these families and to make everyone happy and. It's it was exhausting. It was absolutely exhausting. And you know what? Some of our older kids have said to us um, that they recognized our efforts and that they appreciated our efforts because there was a lot of effort going. So those in. were some things that we did well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, right, Even so, though that's in that's in our challenge section. Yeah. But um, yeah, don't underestimate the effects that this is all going to have on your kids, and really, really talk to them and try and get their feelings and emotions going through the whole thing instead right. of just going oh no they're fine yeah, this or is just all great. tough it up I, yeah. I've heard some parents oh no the blending of families is going great sure it is yeah yeah right if you if you take them aside and ask them individually they may might, be yeah. holding some emotions back yep it's be cognizant of that that's one of the challenges that we had was being cognizant definitely uh, what's the next one here um oh we didn't set up good enough boundaries with exes I explained that. I mean, I wasn't like going on dates with my ex. No, that would not have been good at all. Or going out to lunch with my ex. Nope, nope, nope. That would not have worked. Um, No, um, we, because like how we mentioned, it's a big roller coaster of emotions with your ex um, when it's fresh. And especially when you get remarried. Yes, especially, um, yeah. It's very, very um, difficult emotions that you're navigating through. And... We had the tendency to, like, if you got an email or a text, we had to read it right then. We had to deal with it right then. And then, you know, we might have been dealing with it the whole day. And then, like, it, it, it became, it, it started to become more of our life than what we should yes. have let it become. Yes. And the, the issues that we were having were valid issues, no of course. doubt, right? Yes. They were dealing with the children. So you have to address them. But when it's constant, then that becomes a problem. It becomes an impediment to your relationship. Yes. And so we just recently, I had someone tell me that, you know, when you're dealing with something difficult, whether it's going through a divorce, dealing with your ex or whatever, a trial that you're having in your life to set aside a specific time each day to go over um, whatever you need to go over. So I w- looking back, we should have done something. like We that. should have said, you know what? At nine thirty every night, after the kids are in bed and a- after we've had our day, we're going to sit down and read these emails and respond to them. I wish we would have set up more boundaries instead of having these. It was. It was on some days. It was constant. It was constant, and, and so, so we. Yeah, that's something that um, if we can help anybody out out there, if you're if you're in these high emotion, um, you know. Um, relationships right now with your ex uh set aside set up some boundaries and just be and you know i we didn't really ever deal with phone calls everything that we dealt with was was through email email and text text, so definitely if you're dealing with phone calls do not do not take those phone calls um set aside an emergency of course but how rare is an emergency pretty rare not that rare not that rare emergencies are not that rare oh no they're very rare yeah (laughs) I'm on vacation brain. No, it's, it doesn't happen that often. Thank right. you. That's what you meant. That's what I meant. Yes. Say. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, so set aside a time and say, you know what? If you really need to talk, I will talk to you tonight at 930. Or anyway, set up some boundaries. I think that that can really help a relationship on both sides. Oh, absolutely. On both sides. Absolutely. All right. The next one has to do with court. Avoid court at all costs. 
Oh, yes, for sure. I mean, court is is no fun. The lawyers make more money than you do. Yes. But if you do end up going to court, make sure that you get a lawyer, someone that knows how to move you through the process. I yes. didn't do that, and that was very detrimental to me. Absolutely. In fact, the judge sat there and, and told me once, he goes, you're in computers, right? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm in computers. And he goes, I don't fix my own computers. I hire someone to do it. Because he doesn't know. He's not specialized in that. Yeah, he yep. says, you need to get a lawyer. So... You know, he slapped me pretty good on that one. He did, because we thought, oh, we've got all this information, and we know everything. And We don't know the process. We We don't don't know. So, But it's best to avoid it if you can. Try and figure it out with your ex. And if you can't, then make sure that you get someone to represent you. Absolutely. That was uh, one lesson that we learned. Yes, yes, yes. And then let's see. What's another challenge that we had? Oh, our older kids feeling... um, that maybe they don't have a new place in this new family, in this new house. Yeah, the kids that were already out of the house or late yep. teens, they kind of felt kind of displaced at first. Um, we we underestimated that. Maybe there's some some things we could have done a little bit differently. Not maybe. There. Definitely could have done some different things, without yeah. a doubt. And but I would also say that's one of our triumphs as well, because now they all feel apart. They want to come home. Um, and yes, and to but, the house, but I say this to our older kids listening to this. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. We, 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 we made some mistakes for sure. We made we made some mistakes and um, we appreciate their patience because that's really their patience and forgiveness because we are going to make mistakes. Um, every blended family is going to go through bumps and and so, yeah, we made some mistakes. But yes. So so what advice could we give people to deal with older kids? You know, I would say one thing that that um, was really hard for our older kids because they weren't at home to see our relationship progress. Then when they were with us for our wedding and even visiting afterwards, we were very affectionate people. Yes. That was very hard for some of the kids. That was hard for them. Maybe we should have talked to them ahead of time. Yes, and maybe we should have been a little more respectful of their feelings. And, you know what, when they're here, they're not used to this, so we need to dial it back. Probably. I, you know, we didn't, and we apologize because that was hard for some of our kids to accept. It was hard because that was the first time that they'd yeah. seen you. I mean, they were trying to kissing someone else, right. or me kissing. They you were trying really hard to accept our new relationship, but to you know see how affectionate we were, that was really hard. So maybe you know try and figure out which kids, you know, you need to be a little more. Um, well, talking to them about it too. Yes, I think is important. Right, and now, and I'm not saying change your relationship for your kids absolutely not no because then what happens is your kids now are dictating your relationships and that should never be the case that should never be the case even when you're married um your kids don't come first but it may you may have to ease some kids into it that's all i'm saying it may you may have to have a slower process so yeah things like that um talk to them take your time and sometimes it's scary you don't want to ask them questions you don't want to say so how are you feeling about this whole thing because the answer could be scary. Yeah, you may not want what they have to say. But you need to. You need to ask. You need to hear it. You need to be. And you're not going to, you know, and like I said, if they say, well, I just don't like any of this, you're not going to say, okay, I'm going to get a divorce or I'm not going to marry, you know, this person. But you need to say, okay, let's I, go I over. have seen kids destroy Absolutely. Marriages, so but you need to be able. You need to be able to say, okay, so let's figure out how we can make you more comfortable with this. You know, things like that. Okay, great. Okay, not everything was horrible. In fact, we actually had a lot of really good things that happened that I think we only are seeing the fruits of now after eight years. 
So, and that's one thing about both you and I, we don't live in regret. Uh, we try and li- learn from something, but we go, well, all right, when that happened and move on. Yes. Right? Uh, try and learn from it and move on, but don't always sit there and regret of it. I think that's, that's one of our triumphs that we have. Otherwise, uh, it, it would have been a lot more rocky for us. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay, so, yeah, that was our first thing, don't live in regret. You know what? It's, if you made a mistake... Own up to it, own move it, on. Move on, apologize, move on, don't be like, oh, no, that's not going to help anyone. Um, try and, yeah, figure out what you could do better, right? Absolutely. And move on. All right. All right, the second one, we put our kids in counseling. Um, I put my kids in counseling before the divorce. Right. Before they even knew about it. So they already had someone. And then after we got married, then your kids started counseling too. Um, with some of them that worked and the other ones, they just sat there for an hour yep. and wasted our money. Yep. We're not going to mention anyone's name. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> We're hoping that that kind of helped, that that showed them that we care enough about you that we want you to be able to talk to someone. Right. Yeah, if you can't um, talk to us, talk to someone. Talk to someone, right? Yeah. Um, I think the counseling helped a lot of the kids to get through I think some it did. tough times. So I think, it did. I think that's a good suggestion. And then you and I were in counseling, and yes. I feel like that was a very, that was, that was, very good idea. Like I said, until the end, then I felt like we were just trying to dig up stuff that didn't need to be dug up. And But... Uh, that's when you step in and you say, hey, I think we're, we're done. And yes, we and that's did. what I said. I was like, you know what? We need yeah, to no, we were both in agreement on that yes, one. Yes, yes. So. so, yeah, counseling, fabulous. And like I said, um, sometimes now we've gone a couple times over the yeah, past couple years. Yeah, if something gets years. tough or, you know, things aren't going the way or uh, that we expect or if uh, maybe we just need to brush up on our communication skills. Yep, or a certain situation. Don't be afraid. Please, men especially, don't be afraid to go to counseling. Tell the men. Tell them. Yeah, don't be afraid. <laughs> and you know what? If if your husband is afraid to go see counseling, let him pick out the counselor. Yeah, sometimes that can help. Or have him talk to somebody that has been in counseling. Feel free to call us. And you know what? If your counselor is the type of counselor that is just ganging up on the husband, um, change counselors. I've seen that before, too. Absolutely. That's That's not... Counseling is about learning how to communicate, not placing right. blame. Exactly. Exactly. That. All right. How about the next one? Sorry. If you're watching our YouTube channel, we're sweaty. I'm going to I'm gonna dab you. Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> you don't like the sweat rolling down my face. Sweat so. rolling down our face. Okay. Um, next one. Uh, communication. We, we actually did pretty well at, at communicating with each other. And navigating friends and setting up the limits. So all that communicating with each other and then communicating with our friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I think we did a pretty good job. And limiting with your friends, you have to decide where is the boundary on what you're going to share with them. And sometimes you've got to, you know, just share things with each other, not with friends. And certainly not with multiple people. you got to pick maybe one person that you... Maybe yeah, you have to realize, and maybe before you were divorced, maybe you shared everything with your besties. Your bestie should really be your spouse. Yeah, and sometimes you need to share things with girlfriends, especially, you know, my my lady friends will understand this, yeah. that sometimes we need to, to share things with a girlfriend. But make sure that's just a, a someone that you really, really trust, and that eventually, once you get past these, you know, really rough times, um, you shouldn't shouldn't be sharing negative things about your spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Or even, you got to be somewhat careful, too, talking about your spouse's ex as well. Oh, oh, 
very careful. I mean, you very, think very careful. You just have to be very careful yes. because word gets out and spreads around. Yes, so. you think that you're talking to someone that has no link to it, the situation, and all of a sudden yeah. they did. And we, yeah, in we one of our episodes, we that. talked about that. That you were sharing with someone at work, thinking that they knew no one. And he told his <laughs> wife, who told her friend, who told another friend, who told another friend. They ended back up to my yeah. ex, and I'm like, holy what? Yes. cow! Yeah, crazy. So. So, you know, you know be careful who you vent to. Vent to a counselor or to your spouse and yeah, yeah. be careful. So, another chal- uh, triumph that we had was I think some of our older kids Our older kids made this happen, up. yeah. They stepped up to form relationships with each other and the younger kids and they really said we're going to try and make this new family I, work. I and- think what happened with with um, and we'll mention their names. It's um Rachel and uh, Dallin. Right. I think what happened is once they saw that we were staying together, they were like, well, let's make the most of this. Yeah. And Dallin was like, I get I get more siblings. He loved right. it. Right. And I think Rachel kind of liked that, too. And those two are really close now. And I think the rest of the kids have felt that. And they've, they've really started to yeah. a bond. Right. Um, so foster those types of relationships if you can. They're, Absolutely. They're good relationships to foster. Absolutely. So, yes, thank you, older kids, for for making some really good relationships form. I think the other thing that kind of helped do that was the blending of our traditions. Yes, and we have episodes about this. If you haven't listened to those, go back. But yeah, you know, we blended some of your traditions, some of my traditions, and... And created some new ones together. Yeah. So, you know, Christmas morning is quite the ordeal because we have so many traditions yes. on Christmas morning, but it's okay. All the kids look forward to it now. Right. Um, it has been eight years, so they... If we dare drop one of them, they'll all freak out. So we don't. Um, no, and it's okay to take time and do both traditions. And I think the the kids have fun like, oh, this is something new that we're doing, but yet we haven't forgotten what we, what what we, we used, used to, to do. do. But we have dropped some old traditions that your family used to and then my family used yeah, to Yeah, if it do. was kind of inconsequential yeah. and we didn't think the kids would care, you know, then yeah, go ahead and drop well, them. Well, and I think that also ties into another triumph that we have. We have a lot of fun. Yes. You and I both together. We, we know how to go out and have fun, whether it's bowling or playing mini golf yes, or um, going on a trip or just going to see a movie in the middle of the day. Or just putting some, some music on and dancing. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. You and your spouse as well as with your kids. Absolutely. It's so important. It's so important. And, and to have a happy place for your kids to be Absolutely. and for you and your spouse to yep. live. All right, so here are some of the key learnings that we learned over the last year. We talked about some of our triumphs, some of our challenges. What would you say would be our number one learning that we came came from? Never talk bad about your ex. A number one, yeah, absolutely. I think that's number one in a in a divorce, whether you're a blended family or not. When you get divorced, do not talk bad about your ex. Now, if your kids come up with, if you have to discuss something factual, stick with the facts. But keep your opinion out of it. That's tough. And your, it is very, especially in the beginning, it is very yeah, tough. tough. But and remember, your kids are going to try and play you, you against each other. Right. So they may come and say, "Well, you know, mommy did this," and you know, yeah. And you're like, "Oh, you can't show emotion nope. if you hate what she's done or hate what your ex-husband has done." You say things like, "We've said some things like, oh, that's too bad,' or right? You yes. just, you know, oh, that makes me sad.' But, but yes, do not. Do not talk bad about your ex. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, and you know what? You will. 
It happens. It happens. Right? It happens. Catch yourself. Have your spouse catch you and say, hey. Yes. Maybe you know, put yeah. your hand on yeah, and say, you hey. Do a little squeeze. Hey, oh, yeah. And we've done what? that with each other many, have, many times. Because you know what? Sometimes it's so frustrating. It is. And you want to tell your kids, you know, the whole story. You want to tell your, your kids right? don't need to know the whole story. They don't. And it's not going to help them. No. It's not going to help them. So, yeah. So, so. Now, sometimes you do need to vent. So who do you vent to? You vent to me, baby. I vent to you. Yeah. But who else? Counselor, right? Counselor, yeah. Yeah. Not your best friend. You can vent once or twice, but if it's constant, that's, yeah, don't be constant. That yeah. just keeps you in that. It keeps you in that. Keeps you in the the cesspool of complaining. So yeah. yeah. All right. So another thing that we learned: you're gonna lose friends. Uh, yes. Whether will. it's because they sided with your ex and they're their friends, or because there's some people that just go, they think you've got that divorce disease and they don't want to be your friend anymore. Which you know what? That's a real thing. Yeah. So. Yep, you're going to lose friends. For whatever reasons, you're going to lose friends, and it's very sad, but... That's life. That's life. you got to move on. Be sad. Take a moment. Be sad. Uh And find some new friends. Right. And that's okay. What else? Um... Your best friend should be your spouse. We just we yeah just said yeah. That. Your best friend really should be your you share everything we, with yes, your spouse. We've learned that. We've learned yeah, that. We have. Best I friend mean, should be your spouse. We share emails, texts. Yes. We, open, we look at open, open uh, communication yep. and yep. share everything. And you even have a hard time like surprising me because you have to surprise me by buying things through our kids and then paying them yeah, back. Yeah, I'm like, Rachel, <laughs> order something for Darren for his birthday or Father's Day or whatever. So, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Having fun with kids. We just mentioned that. It is so important. Have fun with your kids. You don't have to spend a lot of money to nope, do this. You do not. No. Some of the times my kids remember the most is a picnic at the park. Yes. Go to the park. Play a game, board and games. Get on the jungle gym with your kids. Yep. I mean, that's yes, the one thing my kids remember about you the most. Yes, and play, you know, hot lava or whatever it is on yeah. your on the jungle gym. But yeah, yeah have go fun to with your, your kids. imaginative kid self and be with them. Yep, do it. Have fun. Um, something else we learned: be mindful of kids and how they react when you show affection. We we mentioned that, right? We did. Yeah. So be mindful that when you your relationship is going to move faster than your kids are used to. Yep. So prepare them for that. Talk to them about that and maybe tone it down a little bit when you're with them. Yep. We had a rough time with that because we were like madly loving all over each other all yes, the time. Yes, definitely. So that was uh, hard for our kids to see. So um, be careful of that. The other thing, be careful overindulging your kids. Being the Disneyland dad. That's a tough one, too, because you want to be the favorite parent. Absolutely. You so do. You want to be the favorite. And there were a couple times yes. where we made that mistake. Yes. Like if my ex took the kids to a pumpkin patch, then we took them to a better pumpkin yes. patch. Yes. Be right? careful. And you know what? We're over that now. Yeah. we're Sorry, we're, younger kids. Yeah, That's sorry, just too we're bad. Over it. But you know what? Now we're happy. If they go do something super fun, we're happy that they did that. We did. There's a great example. And in one of our next episodes, we're going to talk about... Uh, not competing with your ex right. or your ex's new spouse or whatever. Yeah. And I actually learned that pretty early on. There's things that my kid's stepdad w- does with them that I can't. Right. Because I don't have those skills that he has. And I'm really happy for them that they right. get to experience. Yep. Like sailing. Right. Um, he loves to camp. I hate camping. They right. go camp. Yep. I, great. I think this is great for my kids to Absolutely. get that experience. And um, I, I'm not feeling inadequate. In that I think that sense. comes with time and maturity and, you know, maturing in your your head about the relationship with your ex, right? Yeah, it comes absolutely. With that. So time. 
All right, Lemonade Moment of the Week is actually all lemonade. This is a good one. And it's because I'm married to a wonderful woman who likes to be nice to everyone. Well, thanks. But yeah, we went into the airport to fly here to Santorini. And we just started chatting it up with this guy and asking him personal questions. Yeah, when we were checking in. And uh, yeah, so he he bumped us up for priority check-in. And we got to go to the short check-in line. And through security in the short line, said the long line, it was wonderful. So there's a tip for everyone. Your lemonade of the week. Be nice to people. And you know what? They pay you back. That's right. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.